This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Get up, get up, get up. This is the Get Up Show. Welcome and almost Merry Christmas, everybody. It is podcast 48. You've got Maddie and Charlie. Sean Hi. is off this week and there was no way we were going to get him to do this with us. <laughs> He's like, yeah, no, busy, no. not here. Not so much. This is crazy, Charlie. So this, you know that um, it, it's funny. I've always said that I don't feel like I've aged at all. But <laughs> my kid makes me feel old. You know, like you watch a kid grow up and you can really see the changes. Like for me, it's like, well, there might be a couple of gray hairs, but, you know, I look about the same. Right. J- just got a little puffy. So uh, tonight I have to get on the Internet and as fast as I can, clickety click and try to get my daughter into driver's ed. <gasps> really? Yeah. Now she is only she'll be turning 15 in February. But that's yeah. when you can do it as of, I guess, 14 and a half. But how crazy is that? that well, the way they do it nowadays, you kind of have to get it in advance because and then they have more training and stuff than we did with us. It was just like, OK, come to some summer school classes in the morning for like four weeks. Um, take one week of actually driving in a car and here you go. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's crazy is I. I remember the classes. I don't really remember driving with the instructor. And then I remember doing the actual driving test because I almost lost points because I almost hit a pedestrian. <laughs> <laughs> they were in the crosswalk, and I, I, which is funny because that's still something that's challenging sometimes is that to yield to the pedestrian in the crosswalk. But So different places do it differently. The way they did it where I grew up is it was a class through the school, through our public high school. Yeah. But you took it during the summer. It wasn't during the actual year. We took it during the summertime. Yeah. So um, what was fun in our town, from this little bitty small town, and everyone <clears throat> was kind of a rite of passage. When the summer came that you were going to take driver's ed, everybody got a moped because you had to go to driver's ed every morning and your mom didn't want to take you. Right. So like we all got a moped for that summer. And then we went and took our driver's ed classes. Mr. Jones was my teacher. God, and you remember that? I remember who was in my car with me when we were driving. It was Sammy Parsons and Jerry Shake. <laughs> wow. See, I really am feeling bad about my memory because I only remember saying that I liked Aerosmith at one point and a kid in my <laughs> class making fun of me. 
I don't remember anything else from driver's ed. I don't remember any of the classes. I don't remember anything about taking the test uh, other than almost hitting a pedestrian. Um, and beyond that, it was like, yeah, that was it. I'm done. I've already had to do – it's funny because I've already done a driving – You know, I, I've somehow been tasked with helping the kids learn how to drive. Mm-hmm. So I had to take the boy out because he's already – he just finished it. And uh, he'll be turning 16 in May. But mm-hmm. that was fine. It wasn't as nerve-wracking. But the thing is, is that I've got to teach them both, especially my kid, on my old car, which is a standard. And that's terrifying. Like, oh I don't my know gosh. how my dad did it. Okay. I've always said that there's two things that everybody should know how to do. Swim and drive a stick shift. But... That was when there were lots of cars that were stick shifts. And if you didn't know how, you could get yourself in a really dire predicament if you didn't know how to drive that car. Say that right. the person who was driving had a medical emergency or something like that, or you just needed to get away. <laughs> I don't know. But nowadays, they're so rare that... Uh, are you going to teach them that? I mean, I have is there to, even because, a point? Yeah, because that's... that's the Look, when my kid turns 16, that's her car. Like her only option is this car. So My God, Dad, you gotta I, give me this old school broken thing. I know. I didn't even realize be I'd be handing down an antique, <laughs> you know, an oddity. But it's funny because you know you said exactly what you just said is both of them. You know, the other night at dinner, it was like, why do we even have to bother? Why would you even do this? They're not like you always said us in case we had to do so. His car. Nobody else has. A, uh, no one's gonna ever have a standard. It's blah blah blah. <laughs> I'm like, listen, you want a car? Here's your I mean, here's your shot. You take I it. I always loved it. There was I went through a period where I like specifically sought out cars with a stick shift instead of automatic because I loved driving them. I've I've always loved driving them. My car is not now, but I did always like that. But um here's a trick. Here's something that I can tell you when you're teaching your kids and helping them with something that a lot of people don't know. Yeah. Since you're also with that car, I know you don't have a backup camera on it. Oh no. If you're trying to teach them to parallel park and they're in a like a downtown area, yeah. use the windows of the buildings to watch to look over and see the reflection and you can see how far away you are from the car behind you. You know, I, I, I don't even know why you would bring that part up to me. That's terrifying on its own right. Like I can't, I, I, I'm, I'm just terrified to get in the car with them because I'm trying to be <laughs> cool and calm and not like my dad and yell at me. But right. I remember one time uh, I was on a hill, it was the dreaded, you know, using an autom- uh, standard on a hill yes. and I stalled it out and then I panicked and I, I, Freaked out, popped the clutch, and peeled out and took off. Um, but, <laughs> no, I meant to do that. Yeah. So wish me luck. That's coming down the pipe. So it is. You know, we're we're on uh, almost Christmas, and I was thinking. Um, I don't know if you guys did. You guys talk about Christmas at all uh, last week? No, actually, we didn't. So I was thinking about you know favorite Christmas memories, funny Christmas memories. Like for instance, um, this one was always one of my favorites. Growing up, we had a. Um, house alarm you know so because we kind of we were out in the country and we were way back so my parents wanted to put one of those you know where you got to boop 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 the code and it arms the doors and all that crap Mm -hmm. so uh christmas morning we're all in our jammies and uh i don't remember i think it was my mom went to go let the dog out and didn't even think about it and opened up the front door and sure enough it was like well that'll wake up the neighborhood 
Well, that was the thing. So no, that part didn't wake up the neighborhood. It was the fact that we couldn't get to the um, couldn't get the code in fast enough. So once it finally did, it realized it was too much time had passed. Well, guess what happened? Uh, the cops the, came. <laughs> I mean, we're talking like crazy small town, and and so you know, it's like the the one cop that's on duty Christmas morning, and you know, yeah. Hello, uh, Mr. And Mrs. Swanson. Oh, hey, Tim. No, I'm <laughs> so fine. sorry. Yeah, I'm so sorry. You know, and but it, I, I that to this day reminds you know what a what a fun Christmas morning to get the cops you know, called on us by our alarm system. So on the um, the radio show, we were talking. Uh, we mentioned things about how Santa does everything in one night. Yeah, and. Um, I have something to tell y'all. I, I don't know if you know this or not, but you know how he does all that? How? Because he doesn't do it all in one night. What do you mean? When I was growing up, we always had to go. We lived in a different town than all of our relatives, cousins and aunts and uncles and stuff. Yeah. So we went to their house for actual Christmas. So for us to be able to have our Christmas, Santa had to come early. Man, I'll tell you what, Santa is a tricky dude because, yeah, there's lots of that shenanigans where he, you know, he knows how to get in apartments. He knows how to get in. <laughs> we, and we, the cool thing was, is we never actually knew when Santa was coming. And this is, this is something that I try to remind parents of now because people get real, real, real fixated on the date and the morning and the time and the this and the that and the whatever thing. And it's like, you know, kids don't care. Our kid, he barely knows it's Wednesday, you know, so kids don't care about the date. They just want presents. So, you know, we would go to bed one night. It'd be close to Christmas, but we'd go to bed and we'd wake up and Santa had been there. <laughs> and we didn't know he was coming. He just surprised us. <laughs> I like that Santa would just pop into your house unexpected. He did. It's, you know what? <laughs> did, you get him an, did you get him an Entenmann's? <laughs> <laughs> the coolest time that Santa came that was like the most surprising and I just couldn't believe it and was just so excited my parents used to bowl in a bowling league on Friday evenings with this other couple. And, you know, they we'd all go to the bowling alley and whatever. That was our Friday night thing. So this one year, close to Christmas, when they were supposed to go bowling, they said, you know, hey, you guys go ahead to their friends. They're like, take go ahead and take the kids to the bowling alley. We'll, we'll be there long shortly. We need to take care of something, blah, 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 whatever. And then when we got home from bowling, Santa had been there. Oh my God! So Santa didn't—he knew you were, had left the house. And, yes, and, he knew we were gone, and he came. It wasn't even morning time. I'll tell you what—that guy is super magic. He's so tricky. It was so exciting. That, so that's the thing, you know. Do your traditions however you want to do them, because Santa—he'll—he'll he'll just work around your schedule, man. He's—he's he's that kind of guy. You know, it's funny because we had—we we ended up having to do that with, uh, you know, my daughter's at her mom's house. We we split split time with her and so it's funny because uh you know it's like all right i would always you know she she's now this is what i love is that she gets like 46 christmases so so she you know like this year she's with her mom and then she's gonna come back over so she already you know i already told that santa will probably show up late you know does she mind or does she need to be there and she's like no it's cool she's like i know he'll he'll have come (laughs) you know don't worry about it 
So I, I like that. Yeah, it's the same idea. It's like as long as the presents show up, yeah, it's cool. You know, as long as Santa meant, you know remembers what he's supposed to do. So did you off. like growing up? Did you have any traditions that like you were so used to them, and that's the way Christmas is? And then you got out into the rest of the world, and people were like, "You did what for Christmas?" Like you, nobody else does that. You know, the one thing that I, I where yes, kind of was that my parents used to wrap. Uh, so we did stockings. And mm-hmm. so, like, we would get up, we'd do the stockings first, then we'd go downstairs, we'd eat breakfast, dad would take, a, you know, an hour and a half in the bathroom, and then, you know, <laughs> then we'd actually get to do presents. Um, but one thing that my parents always did was they wrapped everything in the stocking. Like, um, it would be batteries would be wrapped individually, like, you know, we're talking triple A's, um, little bottles of mouthwash. And that was the other thing, like, we used to always get, like, uh, toiletries. <laughs> So yeah, like that's what the stockings are for. For the for the well, and that was the thing. So it was for the longest time we were always joke because I'd be like, "You guys are trying to tell me something as I unwrap," and it would be like, um, <laughs> you know, deodorant, mouthwash, toothbrush, uh, gum, and it's like, "All right, I get it. All right, I stink. Thanks." You know, <laughs> one year I remember very scandalously when I was older. Uh, it was in high school, and uh, I was opening my my stocking presents. And uh, Santa had brought me uh, some condoms, which I thought, <gasps> thought was a bit much for Christmas. Santa brought you? Are you serious? <laughs> I thought it was a bit much. Also very, wow. it was giving giving me a lot of credit. But <laughs> Santa's so progressive. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was, a, that again was my household. So <laughs> uh, that one, that one was shocking. <laughs> wow. But usually so- it would just be the other, yeah toiletries and socks and underwear and stuff yeah so like as i mentioned we had to go to our another town for um christmas that we actually spent with the relatives and so we would do um my mom's side of the family would get together on christmas eve and then they'd go to their respective spouses side on christmas day yeah and so my mom's side of the family was super fun like there's a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of kids. It was a party. So Christmas Eve was actually always way more exciting for me than Christmas Day. And, you know, dad just has a smaller family, not as many people, whatever. So Christmas Eve was just like people would stop by. They'd be out, you know, out and about and, you know, just all the gifts and the presents and the people. And it was just like thrilling for Christmas Eve. And like I said, Christmas Day wasn't as exciting for us as kids. And then I got out in the real world and I figured out, like, no one throws huge parties on Christmas Eve. <laughs> I was like, what is wrong with you people? You're missing out. You know, and that's funny because when I okay, so when I started uh, dating my ex-wife, um, I got when we got to the point where I was allowed to be around the family, um, <laughs> I got invited and they do or they did. They stopped doing it. Finally, they were like, I, we just we're done. Um, but they would do a massive Christmas Eve party and all their friends would come over and, you know, sometimes would bring grandkids and whatnot with them and what whatever else. It was funny because so that was when I had gotten my. Um, so two things. I, I had just recently gotten my eyebrow and my ears pierced. Um, and so one of my ex's dad, uh, one of my, yeah, one of my, my father-in-law's uh, friends kept calling me fish hook. Um, 
<laughs> and he was you were real like little alternative guy. Oh, uh, he was the best. He was like, "Son, what is in your eyebrow? Did you was that a fishing accident? Fish up, come here." Um, oh God. And actually, what was really neat is like they they were such good people. So like I remember it came you know a year after that, and he actually would he had a clip on earring on. <laughs> On his <laughs> nose. He's like, I want to be like you, fish hook. Um, oh, God, that's funny. What was really funny from that night was, so I had to work, um, and maybe that was maybe that was the year that it snowed, because I had to go to the radio station and do midnight to 6 a.m., Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember we're at the party, and all my father-in-law and all his friends were in the, the laundry room where all the, the liquor was. <laughs> and he he calls me in, my father-in-law does, and he's like, you know, come here, Matt, come here. I want you to have some of this. <laughs> and they had busted out. I guess one, one of their friends had, had recently passed away, and they were all having a moment with a, a nice mason jar of the good stuff. Mm. And it was the first time I'd ever had real moonshine. <laughs> I ended up, they got me to do two shots. I was fine. You know, I, I still had to go to work. So I was like, I got to go, guys. Um, but that, you know, first of all, that was crazy. Um, the night progressively got got more interesting after that. But I thought it was funny that that same idea, though, it was like, I kind of dug it. You know, we did end up getting to the point where it's like, I want to do my own thing for Christmas Eve. Like, we would always go over there. But it was super fun, and it meant a lot to them. Um and then it was funny to watch my kid get older and, you know, run around and cherry pick sweet, you know, like, you know, they have, they would have like the plates full of you know, cookies and stuff out. Oh, yeah. All the fudge and the candy and the food. And it was just amazing. I yeah. And you lose so track much. of your, your toddler. And the next thing you know, she's had like 46 cookies. <laughs> in the corner with just a big pile of divinity. Yeah. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. She hasn't blinked in an hour and I've got to go take her home and tell her, okay, go to sleep. Santa's coming. And she's trembling. <laughs> Santa. <laughs> Santa. You know, did you ever do the thing? waiting up for Santa when you were a kid? Did you ever try? Uh, not that I remember, but maybe. I mean, I think every kid does it, but you, have, you never make it. No, but have you ever seen, or have you seen the commercial that's on now? It's for like one of the security systems and it's like um, the kids have like the iPad out with this, with like all the, all the cameras accessed on their iPad. And I'm like... Man, it is, you know, you think about it, it between... It's getting harder and harder for Santa to be sneaky. Yeah, ring cams, night vision, uh, <laughs> iPhone apps. Um, yeah, yes, poor Santa has got to really be incognito these days, but... All right. Did you guys do any other, like, you know, big Christmas traditions? Was there any, like, food that you specifically did, or...? Well, we always did, uh, my immediate family, me, mom, dad, and my brother would do a fancy Christmas dinner, like, you know, in the week leading up to Christmas. And that was the only time we actually used our formal dining room. Otherwise, it was where we put our books and our coats. (laughs) Yep. And so we'd, you know, clear off the table and actually put out candles and use the good Christmas plates, the china, and we'd get it all fancy and decorated. And we'd even kind of dress up and we'd have shrimp cocktail, which was just oh so fancy. And I think we'd usually have some prime rib and some other, you know, sides, vegetables or whatever. We just have this super fancy family dinner for Christmas. I loved that. See, I love that our biggest thing was we used to make 
my my mom used to make these like sweet rolls. We we called it Schnecken. It was it's the like the German name for it, it was like a hand me down recipe from my grandparents. Mm-hmm. The problem is is I've since tried to recreate it numerous years over, and I realized that I'm the worst baker in the world. I can't. <laughs> Baking's hard. Ah, uh, is I. I I obsessively watch, side note, I watch the Great British Bake Off all the time, and I'm amazed with the stuff that they are even challenged to do. Even the stuff that they fail at is impressive. Um, So I can never really get my schnecken to work right. Um, But then we would always do like, you know, it was always always the same. It was like bacon, eggs, and and then, and again, it was like bacon, eggs, and then wait for dad to get out of the bathroom. It was like clockwork. It was like the man knew how to really draw it out. He was like, well, I'll be back. And it's like, ah. Come on, Dad. Um, I've tried to instigate a new uh, tradition. Uh, oh, so this this reminded me of something. So it's funny. So during the Christmas parties that I would go to at the in-laws and then Christmas Day, we'd go back over there. My father-in-law was a was just like I am making a fire in the fireplace no matter what, and you know around here there's years where it's like sixty out, right? So you just don't even want one; it's too hot. But it didn't matter, no matter what, and everyone's got their <laughs> Christmas sweaters, and he has got a blasting fire in the fireplace because that's what you do. Uh, I think one year they turned the AC on. <laughs> 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 they don't like, care. I'm having a fire. <laughs> crank the AC up. I remember one year I did the uh, the fireplace on the TV because uh, <laughs> the Yule log. <laughs> yeah, uh, which by the way, it's fat. You know what's crazy? Have you ever sat and watched that? Like, or had it on? Yeah. It's neat when it actually when you see it, like you can tell, like it's burning. And what I mean by that is like, oh, that we're gonna need to put another log on that thing. It's burned, burned down. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, it magically rejuvenates. Yeah. Oh my God, it's back to normal again. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that was always, so I tried to instigate a new, like, I still want to get a nice, I don't have a dad bathrobe. I realized that the other day I went to, I, you know what? I needed it for Halloween. We talked about how I was, I was going to be fat Thor for Halloween. Yeah. Um, I still haven't got one. So I've decided, cause that was something I also remember is my dad, you know, rocking his, his, his bathrobe. It's like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a, a, a a parenting thing that I haven't been able to do. I haven't checked that off my list yet. Is a good embarrassing open robe. <laughs> not open. You have pajamas on under it. Look, not always. All right. You know, like sometimes it's, you just got some boxers on and it's like, it happens. You got to shuffle in. I already no. got the dad slippers. Now I just need the embarrassing robe. Oh, um, you poor kids. I've got a sweater right now. And the problem is it does end up getting too hot. So I have to, I call it my Lebowski sweater because it kind of mm-hmm. looks like it's, it's like that. A big cardigan? Yeah. Um, real big, thick, tan and white cardigan thing that really looks Lebowski. Um, and I've, that's kind of become my thing, but I, I'm realizing it's just so hot. <laughs> Do you ever notice how like when you go places for Christmas, when you go to the family's house or whatever, and you're trying to wear your cute Christmas sweater or, you know, it's t- like it's going to be um, 39 degrees outside for this Christmas. So it's like cold outside. So you're like, oh, I'm going to wear a sweater. Yeah. And then you get in the house and all the rest of the people get in the house and everybody gets in the house and you're dying. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so take that and then get an obsessive fire-making father-in-law, and that's why the AC was on. (laughs) 
Yeah, that was always my favorite because then people get drinking and then it's like, it's oh, just, yeah. just sweat. This is a big sweaty <laughs> exactly. college. It's like a college house party. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm hoping we were looking at the weather and it's looking like it's just going to be a rainy, awful, miserable mess on the 24th. And then it's supposed to get like 30 degrees on Christmas Day. So I mean, yes. it would be nice. At least I know it'll be cold enough that if I crack a window, I, I can make a fire and not have You'll to worry cool about off. it. Yeah. yeah. It's supposed to be sunny on Christmas Day, but it's um, the day before it's supposed to pour down rain. So it'll be nice and muddy and sloshy for all your guests to come traipsing through your front yard if you're having any any guests over this year. <laughs> no. Well, that's the one thing, man. So, I mean, obviously, because, you know, 2020, uh, so we're doing a nice solo solo family Christmas, mm-hmm. um, which is funny because, you know, it, it it just makes me realize, like, I would complain about going to these parties and having to go do these things. And then when someone says you can't do it, it's like, oh, yeah, I guess I do miss it. It's but, weird because I usually ha- am like, oh, my God, does every person under the planet have to throw a Christmas party in the month of December? You know, just because it's so much to do, it gets overwhelming. It's I'm not complaining about having friends and having things to do, but it just gets overwhelming. Yes, off. <laughs> and but this year there was like nothing. Nope. It's like, no. whoa, wait a minute. What happened? Yeah, I you know, I'm really looking forward to. I think I've realized, like, the things I've realized for myself for, for going into the next year, once this is all said and done, is to really take more stock on actually doing things and hosting, like, actually put put it out there more, invite people to my house, mm-hmm. and be more, you know, try to do more. You know, it's funny, we always joke, but you guys have never been to my house. No. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I promise that in 2021, once we're all vaccinated and can be around each other, that... <laughs> I would love to have you guys over. Um, it's funny. I'm, I, I'm, we've started uh, giving out. We, we we gave out lots of Christmas cookies to our neighbors. Um, so buttering them up. You know what? I learned their names on the next door app. <laughs> nice, nice. You know what also is different this year? Because we're working from home and we're not seeing each other and going to the office and stuff. Hmm. And also, I've been kind of wrapped up. I had a knee procedure thing going on or whatever. I didn't make my Buckeye peanut butter balls this year. Oh, my God. See, it was bad enough when you were talking about your Chex Mix. I forgot about the Buckeyes. Oh, I, made the, is... I did make the Chex Mix. I but know, re- but yeah, you ate it all. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm still eating it. But it requires less standing and rolling and dipping and uh. and things. So, But I was just like, my boyfriend asked me, he's like, don't forget the peanut butter balls. And I'm like, babe, I can't do it this year. And he's just like the most downtrodden sad look on his face like well why would you do such a thing to me look you gotta be like hey homeboy you got hands you got feet walk your ass in there "Mm, get to rolling 2020 yeah hey guess (laughs) who's gonna do yeah guess who's up on it well yeah it, it it's going to be i am very much looking forward to doing some some different things and when in the next year and We'll have, I believe we'll be able to do, yeah, we'll do one more podcast next week. because Yeah, we, you know, one more for the years out. Um, are you off next week? No. I, I mean, I have the days, but I don't have anywhere to go. And, yeah, and that was, it just, it's just, it's, <laughs> that's it. It's one of those kind of things where it's like, I mean, I'm here. You I'm, know, right? I right had the, yeah, I had the biggest, let me just tell you, the biggest when I was off last week, let me just tell you, I was, 
in heaven because this is what look at this stuff this is what this guy did i uh got my laptop uh, i went down in the basement i would watch movies and do some work and then i played video games all afternoon for an entire week straight i, I clocked <laughs> like 30 something hours on this one game i am so proud of myself you've and, probably had worse vacations oh god yeah so <laughs> but yeah so it'll be fun. We'll be able to do our, our New Year's extravaganza. And we can look back at all the, the highlights of, of all the past All the things year. we didn't do in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's going to be a short podcast. <laughs> all the big... Have you talked about, are you going to try to do anything for New Year's? Or are you guys just kind of chilling out? Uh, you know, we may just do like a small thing with a couple of friends. But you're not even able even if you wanted to go out like the bars can't be open late they've got to stop serving oh. at nine and you know and then close at 10 so woohoo okay um it's not actually no but you know I what mean, we could we could all be like like you know what parents do with their kids i did it with mine it's like we'll just, <laughs> we'll, just yeah, count, right. we'll count down to nine happy new year <laughs> you know what i am going to do i keep reading about this people have been passing this thing around on facebook about how there's an irish tradition where they open the door to let out the old year and bring in the new buddy i'm opening doors windows oh my god closets, yeah. crawl space everything <laughs> is gonna be <laughs> wide open at midnight please bring us a good year 2021 dryer door yeah, <laughs> dishwasher <all> oven <laughs> your fly is open <laughs> if it can if it can open in my house it will be it's gonna be open at midnight uh, you know the one thing i won't miss for sure is that awful feeling of trying to get home um, once you realize, like, I made it till midnight, it's 12 yeah. 01, and then, uh, yeah, it's like, okay, now what do I do? <laughs> nope, won't miss that at all. No, that one, that one will be great. Uh, maybe I'll see if I can try to get a ride from my, my basement to my living room. I'll, I'll try to <laughs> see if I can get anyone to come it's pick kinda, me up. Kind of risky. Well, we're gonna go ahead and we'll wish you all a very, very Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening to the Simon Says podcast. Uh, we I was hoping, what, so this is 48, so we're ending, it's our last one of the year, it's 49. We really mathed that wrong. I, that would have been a cool if our last one of the year was a 50, but. Well, but we can start off the new year with a 50. How about that? Oh, well, look at you, half, half glass full. So positive. <laughs> I don't think I said that right. <laughs> you didn't, but nope. it's okay. All right, well. <laughs> we know what you meant. We all learned lots of stuff. You don't have to say anything you learned. Let's just go ahead and say that uh, Merry Christmas to you and yours. Charlie, be safe. I will be talking to you tomorrow. And and, uh, everybody else, have a great, great uh, Christmas. We'll talk to you next week. Yes, same to you. Enjoy your traditions. Make new ones. Have a very, very Merry Christmas. And bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.